0: i need to find my uh cum
1: sock. yeah
0: dude
1: Sorry, don't I tell
0: th- thought we were close enough to don't to complete... don't
1: tell mom about the cum sock.
0: thought we were close enough to complete each other's sentences and i thought you were going in a different direction there hi <laughs> don't be so timid we're talking to welcome to the fucking podcast this is kind of news to to the whole world here, because even though this is like two weeks old, we've never discussed it. We're talking to world record holder, Dana. Wait, what'd I do? Hover racing world record holder, Dana, after a long saga. Dude. With twists and turns. <laughs> I mean, I, I
1: we were literally the only people to ever play it, then randomly this guy out of nowhere, like the day... Like what was it? Like an hour after I posted my scores, uploaded the scores for literally everything.
0: Yeah, so uh, I I was like actually interested in the speed run for Hover Racing, which we did uh, two two podcasts ago. Yeah. And what happened was there was some drama in a way. Uh, there there was this guy Hashtag who drama. right after we posted, he he basically said, "Oh hey, I have some times. Can I submit?" And I'm like, "Okay." And I, I made the leaderboard nice because I'm, I'm I'm a bit of a tryhard. And he got all the world records, uh, and we're like, "Cool, that's that's fine, I guess." Dana's record that <laughs> lasted for ten seconds, yeah, just like for 10 immediately after
1: we upload the the page and I post my 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 uh, scores that were pretty terrible, but
0: hey, they were better than mine, which I also posted, so I got relegated to third. But yeah, basically, he lost his records, and then and then, interestingly enough, like two days later, we see that this guy got banned. <laughs> And we're like, what the hell? Like, not banned on on the leaderboards, but banned on speedrun.com as a whole. And, like, it was weird because he was, like, actually one of the more prolific users on yeah, speedrun.com. It, it, but it apparently- was funny because I, I went
1: through, I, like, looked at him as a user. I'm like, what the fuck? He's, like, 12,000 speedruns or some shit like that. Like, it, it was, like, an obscene amount of submissions for games.
0: Yeah, so, so what happened was that uh, he was banned because he was caught of submitting other people's runs. So, he ended up uh getting all his times removed by by Yours Truly as a mod with a conscience. I can't say that this this cheater, this person posing as other people uh is allowed to be in a leaderboards. Those times could have been legit, but I have I have no proof that he was the one who you did could them. You so... probably do like a pretty quick search of like any score. Like you could probably go to the th- No, there are, there are countless hover racing <laughs> videos like i don't know if it's one of him or like the other 400 500 people who speedrun hub racing
1: <laughs> It's the next big thing man
0: it's the next uh super exactly. uh, mario 64 but yeah we're coming off on a week of hot ass speed runs yeah uh really a week of new discoveries in general uh speaking of new let's play a little bit of the theme song
1: what's good man it's your boy Juicy J, man shout out to virtual homework podcast
0: So yeah, there you have it. We're I hate it. maybe done with the shitty midi to to Paul McCartney here. <laughs> I I decided, <laughs> I decided it was a bit too long. We we need to up the game, up the professionality. We need generic chill beats yeah, it, that don't really inspire. Yeah, that we want. To, that's we want we you to feel got.
1: as uh, lifeless and nothing as possible.
0: Yeah, so we needed a theme song to match that. <laughs> uh, I honestly think it's pretty good. I mean, it's it's the I I recognize now all the haters, all the jaders, the the JRPG haters. They're going to come at me and say <laughs> They're they're going to come at me and say Hey, that MIDI had personality. This has a little personality. This is I, don't I want had to look a long time on SoundCloud to find this. So I'm hoping people enjoy it. I think it's a little bit less like harsh on the ears. I think I just had kind of an issue every single time I heard that like, brrah, brrah. I was like oh. it's like how I like
1: scream when we like enter this whole thing. It's kind of, like, abrasive a bit.
0: Yeah, it's it's a little abrasive, so we might have been need, in need of a change here. The, let's go those back to are the, the massive news items coach, is a topic that had to of, be addressed. You're saying GDQ was uh, this week? Well, we'll get into GDQ a little bit later. I feel like, at this point, we need to get into the evidence. We need to get into the cases. We need to get into the game this week. What did we play this week? We played, we played Legal Dungeon. Oh, God. And <laughs> speaking of hover racing which uh, I I mentioned before I found doing Giant Bomb uh, database work. This is the other game that I listed uh, from my time of editing the Giant Bomb game database wiki in order to make fake games on Giant Giant Bomb. So the reason why I added this game in particular was because I saw that it had some cool art. I actually saw the trailer, and I was like, this music's pretty good. So I actually got the soundtrack because it was like 89 cents, and then I got the game, and... And it looked like an interesting enough concept that I hadn't seen before, so I thought. Can I, hey, can I ask let's you one thing? Wh- okay. What art? What art? <laughs> the the little tidy, cute. That's like the only art in the entire game. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I think that the I think that the store page, to be fair, actually has some like art that you don't. Yeah, see Yeah, in the yeah, game. yeah. No, I, just... I think it's basically the the art of the main menu, which is like some random pixely, bluish uh, toned cool police art. Yeah. Um and then yeah, there's this little chibi character that follows quite you cute. On, on your play screen. Uh let's go over
1: what the game actually fucking is though. It is a it, it... <laughs> it's a visual novel, I guess. Well, I, I think it as like um like Phoenix Wright, but like it's after Phoenix Wright does all his shit and you're just kind of filling out paperwork.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it's a paperwork visual novel like simulator. I've never played Phoenix Wright. I don't know how the gameplay compares, but this game plays Roughly seventy-five percent as a visual novel, you're basically reading through scenes, uh, trying to get through the story of these cases that you solve, yeah. uh, and you solve multiple different cases that are not necessarily connected uh, in in any way. A, a case file will have like things on on witnesses, what the testimony of the suspect has, uh, and and you're able to basically document like, oh, this is their name, occupation, uh, things Fill that are relevant paperwork. to the case. <laughs> yeah, it's it's quite literally paperwork. Uh there are some boring aspects to this game but then the the one thing that I had absolutely no idea was going to happen when I when I uh went into this game and uh, it, it's apt on on the title being legal dungeon uh when you fill out the necessary paperwork you go into this battle mode which is kind of <laughs> hilarious when you first see yeah. it it's like you you're like this little pixelated uh policeman and like the suspect is also like this pli- pixelated enemy and you're kind of like fighting them jrpg style you' yeah. have like a sword and they have health you kind of gotta, gotta like, go through like... the the
1: books and stuff like that to
0: find the information to like incriminate them to you know
1: shoot a sword through them or, or whatever
0: yeah so so that's basically the gameplay uh it's It's definitely a visual novel in that it's the wordiest fucking game I've ever played. This this puts the novel in visual novel. Everything is explained in like eight sentences when it could have probably been one sentence. So
1: two huge, huge monumental problems I had with this game. For one your character whoever you're supposed to be playing as never talks so like it's a visual novel of just text where the text happens and then your character supposedly it, like it like glosses over to your character's name like as if you're talking then goes back to the other character and they talk as if you've said something but no text is written nothing happens and it's like what this game is literally <laughs> just text
0: there is no like pictures there's no like story it's literally just text and names yeah yeah, so, so, like, to expand on that, like, you're either reading the story, uh, there, there's no voice acting or anything, or you're reading through the case file and dissecting sentences that could help your case. Yeah. Like, it is quite literally just reading uh, the in- the entire game, and-, and what he's saying is true. Like, they'll talk at you, and then it'll be like, oh, a similar to, like, what we were talking American Pickle, where they just explained, like, oh... The scientists explained why this is correct, and everyone agreed with it. That's kind of how this yeah. entire game is. Your character is just like saying things, and they're like, oh yeah, I agree. It's like, what? What did I say? Yeah, what did you agree wow, to? I, yeah. How did I, How did I get out of? Uh, this?
1: Another issue I really had was uh, it's criminal that you cannot use the space bar to s- go to the next line of text. You have to click. Uh, I, you could click. Yeah. Well, you can just click everything, but it's like I wanted to eat food while doing this, so it's like I can eat and like. <laughs> hit the space bar but I couldn't do that I'd like press so I was like oh I'm getting
0: getting hot cheeto dust all over my my mouse <laughs> I so you <laughs> you for some reason I feel uh have a very different uh, way of game like I I do not mind the mouse clicking uh you you're always a controller guy I'm always a keyboard guy yeah, I guess yeah. I guess in this case you would have been fine with keyboard I didn't have an issue with that I I'm also super forgiving of this game cuz this is a single developer yeah yeah uh, yeah of developed course. by a uh, Korean developer Somi uh, and I am also a little bit forgiving on the amount of text and some of the grammatical and uh, spelling errors that were pre- present yeah. through this, just due to the fact that this game was definitely not English-first. No, this was a Korean definitely game not. It was translated uh, to English. Like, I... So there, there is some clunky text, which which is actually pretty bad for a game that is extremely text-based. You would expect yeah. the text to, Th- to really stand out. There were some
1: but... moments I felt like you had to find like, a specific line of text to uh, prove your case or something like that. And because of, I feel like, a translation error or something like that, I wasn't easily finding it as much as I felt like I should have.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, like, even, even the first case, which I wrote down because it sounded so funny. Ba- you <laughs> it's called to, bacon you to, shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you, you have to, like... Uh, Book a guy for defamation against a police officer because he yelled that he's bacon shit, which I guess is, like, supposed to be, like, a pig. Yeah. Which, damn, that's charged language for a police officer. But still, in the U.S., that wouldn't be an issue. I know that Korea actually has uh, a lot more power to the police and government in general, like, regarding speech. Yeah. So that that would make sense that it would even be an issue uh, in Korea. Maybe not so much the U.S. Now, can I ask you— I will you- say— yeah, bacon shit just made me really laugh cuz I'm like why the hell like really bacon shit. I just is, think they were you... trying to
1: say some like they think police, they think bacon. I just feel like it's a bad translation.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, but overall I thought the 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 cases got better. Like I I was actually a little yeah. bit intrigued by the the second case of like the uh, assisting someone's suicide. Um I I think that the cases honestly increase in difficulty to the point where i was actually struggling yeah really hard based on the life system i i got to the or i beat the case where uh a public defender comes in where where the guy habitually steals from drunk people i'm not sure how far you got
1: uh i think i got like right before that one i I didn't get to that one
0: okay so uh i i think it says that i played the game for like 40 hours i played it maybe why do you do this for every game would you (laughs) play because I don't see the need to close a game my P- so you you turn off your PC every night every, or when I'm done playing something I'm done playing it cuz it's like
1: I'm a, I'm a PC gamer like that's what I am so it's like I play other games when I'm not playing another game so it's like I want maximum frames I want maximum everything so of course I'm gonna close out any other program or games. Just like I've been trained to do that from a young age, you know.
0: Yeah, I mean maybe I'm also a creature of habit. I worked in a couple server farms for a while, and like I'm just like, oh, computers are always on all the time. That I have good equipment too. Like if you go on an exclamation mark setup in my stream, you can see that I Dude, spent way too much on a, a. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if if you go if you go there, you can see that I spent way too much on things that I don't even use. So. So I just, I feel the need to always have my computer on, always running something. I just want to, I want to throw it to the ground.
1: No, but go to a a, a point on the game. So it, it seems based on your decisions for each individual case, um, you have like branching paths of story. So it's like, I, I couldn't figure out how to get different branches of the story. For example, if like for first case, you can either figure out if they're guilty, if they're not guilty or whatever. There's like. I couldn't figure out how to get anything other than the decision that I, I had gotten.
0: So, so this is actually interesting. A little bit of a, a preamble here, but this game, you the 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 actual story revolves around a police department, and you want to convict a lot of people according to the higher ups because that'll get you promotion. That's what they're interested in. But you, as a officer, or. Uh, High, high up officer are interested in justice more than you're interested in like the actual game of being a police yeah. department like you you're you're not interested in just like getting the numbers up you actually want uh cases to be solved well uh and and when you make cases like when you don't recommend indictment people yell at you and say hey like you should not have done this it, like, it's your fault i didn't get the promotion yeah yeah so part of this like there there is points awarded for indictment and there's points uh taken away but you get like legal uh, Uh, knowledge based on non-indictments and uh the way that it works and i thought it was pretty interesting is that you're pretty much oriented towards not guilty verdicts for every single case up up until like uh, a certain point uh like uh, i got like four non-guilties in a row it was like actually it was impossible in some cases to find out information regarding uh how to make these people guilty yeah uh but if you go back to previous cases you've solved Every single uh, precedent you, that you learn, every single oh. um, case, it's there. So when you gain enough knowledge uh, from future in, cases, you can go back. From future cases, you could go back and turn those into guilty, and then get those those verdicts. Okay, uh, I didn't know that. That's guilty. cool. The thing is, though, the moral dilemma. I mean, I'm as a, as a human being, not to get. I mean, I feel like you can't really be non political at this point. I feel like yeah, every, everyone, every single statement in life is political, pretty much. But I'm I'm a pretty anti police person in general, so like. Yeah. I was rooting against myself in so many of these cases. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, dude, the guy just called like he called the cop a bad name. I don't want to like ruin his send life, him to prison. Like, yeah, yeah. They're, like, they're like, it's the defamation. guy stole a couple newspapers to to do a side hustle, free like, newspapers. The dude's like, and
1: he's like 75 years old. Like, even like, the like, the person with, this guy. the like, person with the fucking newspaper was like, I don't even see the big fucking deal. Someone else was
0: pissed about it. Yeah, and, and like. Even your own teammates are really not good people. Like, one of the guys literally says, trust your gut, don't trust the evidence. And I'm like, what the fuck are you saying, man? You're a police officer. I feel like this is a game that
1: could be so much better if it had, like, a proper translation. Because it just goes back to, like I said, with the... Uh, there were just certain clues that I maybe I just wasn't getting because of a translation. It'd be like find precedent, and it's like, well, this doesn't really make sense to me. Uh, I felt like a lot of time I was literally just going word by word and just plugging it in. Just a yeah, it an has answer. it has a
0: bit of the Shadowrun syndrome. I'm not sure if you played that Super Nintendo game, but like at a certain point, the the way that game works is that yeah, it, it's similar where it's it's kind of Mad Libs. You you plug a word into a sentence and see if it works. And until like something happens, in that case, you you're not really there's no consequences for it. In this case, you have a health system yeah. where if you choose the wrong thing, that that it goes down. There aren't that many consequences for game overing, which is losing all your health in a legal dungeon battle. But it is super long to get like you basically have to sh- sit through a bunch of cutscenes, and it's really annoying. So yeah, it 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 has a syndrome where if you get stuck, you basically just are are trying literally everything you can. And it's not necessarily fun. You just want to proceed. Uh, I I definitely think that each case had one aspect that was like a little bit hard to find. Yeah. Like it's like, oh, the guy said he stole his wallet, but instead you have to be like, you have to choose the ones I stole his wallet and and didn't care that I stole his wallet. It's yeah. Like, oh, it's yeah, like I okay, what's, intent- it's what's like, the oh, difference? I'm sorry, I I chose half the answer. That's what I, I mean. Really by tell. I feel
1: like it's it's a translation thing, perhaps. Um. Yeah. It's, I, it's, a, it's a cool idea for a game. Uh, at the end of the day, it really wasn't my thing. I, I usually like these kind of games. Um, if Did you how did you enjoy this game, or was it just kind of like, take it or leave it type thing?
0: I enjoyed the concept a lot. Even though this game's only 10 hours, I don't see myself finishing it, because I got really just like... I don't want to even say frustrated, because I wasn't like upset with the game. I just like... I got to a point where I was stuck, and I didn't feel like putting in enough effort to continue past that point. Yeah. If I, that makes sense.
1: Basically what happened to me. it, it if you somewhat like the concept of this, I really feel like you would like the Phoenix Wright series. I think that'd be something cool to uh, visit in the future. They, bas- they basically play like the nonary games, but with like investigations and like court cases and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, uh, this this had a nine 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 feel as well, uh, just based on the branching paths that you could do. Yeah. So, but uh, I I I will concede that yes, this game had positive reviews, but every single review was in Korean. Yeah, so, I, I mean, which I feel like I know these translation of, issues were a big part. This
1: style of game is quite popular overseas, uh, I imagine. But for me, it's like the lack of, you know, any sort of graphic or anything like that. Like you said, I I I get it. One person made it, but you at least have like a you can have a stick figure for each person that's talking. It's literally just a name, and you just that's how it signifies that person's talking with a, with a blue screen. You know, it wasn't. <laughs>
0: Anything too cool. Yeah, uh, I and then the second thing I'll concede is that I picked this game almost entirely on music. I, I like the music. It's, oh, the music it's, is cool. It was chill. I feel like we've n- never not liked the music in a game.
1: Well, I, I'd like to think...
0: A lot of games have, like, have you, can you think of a game that has, like, fucking terrible music? There's some Super Nintendo games that have terrible music, but it's usually indicative of a terrible game in general. Like, I can't, like, there are bad games with good music, but there are not many good games with bad music. Yeah, exactly. So,
1: yeah, I give this a take it or leave it out of 10.
0: Give it a take it or leave it? Yeah. I mean, on the topic of take it or leave it, on the topic of not playing a game again, did you ever beat The Witness? Not The Witness, shit. (laughs) But that's actually another point we have to concede. Fez? Nah. No. nah, nah. Oh, this game's so short; it's only six hours. I'll just beat it. It's no big deal.
1: I will eventually, but I've like five other games I have to do the same thing for. Man, I just got a level two hundred and thirty Maple Story. It's a big deal, you know. So, what else happened this week?
0: Um, there were there were some things that happened. I think that the big one, that the probably the most important thing for society, is that uh, Cheesecake Factory filed for bankruptcy. I've never had their food. The thing about the Cheesecake Factory is that I know way too many people who wanna to go to the Cheesecake Factory. The question I have is why. It's it's not as bad as Buffalo Wild Wings. I have Buffalo I think Wild, Buffalo Wings, Wild Sucks. Wings is is like the most overhyped restaurant in the world. Like it's weird cuz like there there's restaurants like Applebee's which are low tier but people acknowledge they're low tier like it, But people get excited No one's like Applebee's is good.
1: Uh, people get excited for these places. I'm just like mediocre really overpriced wings. I don't want to spend $23 for like six wings that are super small and like
0: Yeah, at least at least with Applebee's people are like yeah, it's it's not that good. I just I just want to go out and the nearest things in Applebee's. Yeah. I'm like, "Okay, whatever. I'm not going to come with you, but have fun at the Applebee's, dude." Yeah. Buffalo Wild Wings, oh man, you got to come to Buffalo Wild Wings. It's going to be so to fun. We're gonna... right. Yeah. It's like, first of all, I'm not into sports. We could get into a sports conversation later. And I feel like maybe the people that want to go to B Dubs are into sports and maybe that's why they go. But there are other sports bars They're that like, don't have overpriced food, the worst service ever, and not even like the thing you're paying a lot for is not even Like there's there's it's, like
1: probably 20 restaurants within like a, a, a 10 minute radius of me that have sports bar in their name that are probably a thousand times better.
0: Buffalo Wild Wings. I've never paid $20 for a set of wings any other place. Yeah. Like for a normal amount. Yeah, never. And and the thing is, I've also good. never waited under an hour. For my food at Buffalo Wilds, no, they're always, always like forever. losing it. They're always like, "Oh, sorry, we're busy today." I see like three other people in the restaurant. It's uh, like, what? How, what do you do? How do you
1: feel about places that have wings that are like the Insano
0: Wing? Like you, you take one bite of this and you fucking die. Like, oh, shit. I, I, I think I think the name was Buff Joe's in Evanston. Yeah, there's this place famous for wings in in the Chicago area that had like a in insane asylum wing or something like that and i remember i had it once and i was like i'm glad i did this for the uh for the experience but i was also at 14 and i was like i'm so badass i ate these spicy wings now i'm like i want to shit well for the next three days it's like licking
1: a star i just don't understand the point <laughs>
0: i mean you could be the first human to make contact
1: with the star i think anytime i would get anywhere near i would uh explode i just feel like the chain restaurant in general. Isn't really a thing. Like, I, I know if, like, if we're hanging out or something like that, we'd probably rather go to, like, some, like, actual restaurant, not something that's a chain. Not to say I'd be opposed to it, but uh, in general, I think people our age and uh, younger tend to go to, like, actual restaurants versus, like, a Chili's. Like, when was the last time you went to fucking Chili's?
0: I went to a Chili's in an airport and got, like, a $15 fajita and a beer because I was, like, just... You didn't have anything I think else I was, in, like, on, on, like, a fucking layover, and I'm just, like, I'm so hungry and I don't give a shit. And, like, like, it's one of those things where, like, you have to be yeah, broken down as a human being to want to go to a Chili's. And that's how I was. I felt like just a fucking compartment, a, a cog in the wheel, uh, you know, or cog in, cog in the machine, just a fucking animal in, in a cage beaten down and broken at the Chili's. <laughs> but on the topic at hand here, Cheesecake Factory. So I know I, I shat on Buffalo Wild Wings and... Cheesecake Factory is not as bad. I'll I'll concede that. I, point, I don't even but. know what they have other than cheesecake. Like, I see people post it on Facebook all the
1: time. Like, oh, we want the Cheesecake Factory, you. Yeah. I'm just like, all right. the
0: The thing about the Cheesecake Factory, it's not about what they have. It's about what they don't have. Or it's not about... Shit, I fucked that up. But <laughs> they have everything. They have lit- Their menu is literally 20 pages. And it's like, what the fuck? Why is everything on this menu? Everything is also 20 plus dollars. And you get a massive portion, but it's mediocre and, like, I've never really been satisfied with an ex- with an experience at Cheesecake Factory. I've been like, I just paid $25 for this big plate of mediocre gumbo. Like, okay. But, like, okay, cool. when I say their menu is literally 20 pages, it is literally 20 pages. Uh, my problem, Like, they have everything.
1: My problem with places like that, I feel like their only good shit is going to be, like, like, their chicken fingers are probably going to be good. Like, some of their appetizers are going to be good. But if you get, like, anything like that's, like, a specialty or, like, It's a gumbo or something like that. It's probably going to be fucking terrible. Like they probably have like they they probably have good mac and cheese like that's acceptable or like fettuccine alfredo like easy shit. Like I imagine anything that's more complicated than like putting a bag in the microwave is going to be pretty fucking terrible.
0: I think that Cheesecake Factory was the quintessential, like, massive chain restaurant. Like, those restaurants that are too big for its own... Like, have you ever... Why do s- restaurants have to be massive in the first place? I'm talking, like, retail space, like, a large.
1: Yeah, like, it, is it ever that filled?
0: Yeah, well, Cheesecake factories are actually that filled because society runs on sheeple. That's right, we're going there. I, I use the, the sheeple Listen, word.
1: if I don't go to a restaurant and it's at least a two-hour wait, I'm not eating there, okay?
0: Well, I mean, like, yeah... You alleviate the need for a wait if you have a massive, massive floor space. But like restaurants don't need to be big. Well, like it, it's it's just a, it's it's a inherent it's an inherent like drag on your business to be that massive that you require that many customers at any given time. Restaurants same, are already viatel businesses.
1: Also, at the same time, understand we're in the middle of a global pandemic, uh, so a lot of this is fairly irrelevant right now
0: when you have a very very large floor space for your restaurant and requires people having to come in the door in massive numbers which is already a big ask for a restaurant yeah, yeah you have brand recognition in have this you case.
1: have you gone to the restaurant recently
0: have i gone to a restaurant the last time i've been to a restaurant was in tw- january or so yeah. January february actually i i saw tim and eric in february and i think the last time i went to a restaurant i sat down for food at like this really good british place In D.C., uh, I know we went to
1: Lagunitas and had those like super fucking good nachos or like.
0: Yeah, Lagunitas, the the beer is obviously good, but like they had really good food as well. Their salsa Um, was like
1: the best salsa I've ever had. Yeah, shout
0: outs to Lagunitas Brewery, like Chicago. Well, it's it's not from Chicago, but they have a massive distribution center there. Yeah,
1: it's super legit.
0: I do miss restaurants a lot. That's the one thing I miss really. Yeah. Like I I could live in Corona town forever. Uh well, besides like the massive unnecessary death.
1: Well, it's like I like staying inside already. Like I'm I'm a home person, you know. I'm always on the computer or but if I'm doing something outside, it's like riding a bike, which is a pretty safe activity, but I do miss restaurants. I miss getting food with people and stuff like that a uh, whole yeah, lot.
0: I I miss going to like places that were like legit new experiences, legit good. Like my favorite restaurant, and they actually they closed permanently because of Corona. Not yeah. not because they couldn't uh support themselves, but they're like doing like this transition into like a food delivery service for people who are what? like hungry, so it's like it's like good. But anyway, yeah. there's this place Fat Rice. It's not my favorite restaurant ever, but it's yeah, one of my favorite really restaurants. Good. I think I said favorite restaurant. But Fat Rice in uh chicago is a macanese place uh macanese is macau which is a portuguese colony currently part of china and so like there's portuguese chinese fusion it was really good uh and, and i'm gonna miss it dearly but like experiences like that you're not gonna just like randomly get macanese cuisine and like a chilies like,
1: or b yeah. or something <laughs> that's
0: like a yeah go to fucking uh ihop and you're like do you have, can i get the macanese uh cuisine menu like, they're gonna be like macanese do you mean mac and cheese
1: yeah, exactly.
0: And I'm going to be like, you uncultured swine, and then I'm going to fucking scream and throw plates at the wall. Yeah, dude. But yeah, Cheesecake Factory, they deserve to... They're a relic of the 90s. They're like all these like chain restaurants that came out. Some of them are going away. Like, When's the last time you saw a Macaroni Factory or whatever?
1: Macaroni Grill, you mean?
0: Maybe Macaroni Grill. I think I was thinking <laughs> Cheesecake Factory, which I literally was talking about. Or like about. Baker Square. Uh- yeah, Corner Bakery. I think those still exist, but like in small numbers.
1: I once walked past a bakery. Uh, it was like 11 o'clock at night. I was walking past it and smelled like fucking shit. and made me never, ever want to eat there. It was the worst smelling thing I ever smelled in my entire life.
0: Speaking of food places, though, want well, to know it makes me never want to eat at Burger King again? Uh, them advertising on fucking... Twitch
1: channels via donations without people's consent.
0: Well, I was gonna say the uh, the fact that they have a organized boycott on hiring janitors. For some reason, every single Burger King is disgusting literally but, uh, every
1: burger king is. Just, <laughs> i went burger king today even and i was like why am i getting burger king i just wanted chicken fries and it's like i look you had Burger King today yeah and you knew about their terrible advertising practices i wanted chicken fries and it's like uh, i don't want mcdonald's it's it's like late nothing. you wanted
0: you wanted a stick of breading with a tiny 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 Hell, bit of chicken motherfucking in between yeah I'm not a big fan of chicken fries, if you could tell, but no, like Burger King made this ad campaign where instead of sponsoring streamers, they're like, streamers have text-to-speech enabled. We went in some popular streamers that had low requirements for text-to-speech and donated $5 saying to eat at Burger King. (laughs) Some of them even said, oh, is this Burger King? Are you going to sponsor me? And we said, we gave you $5. It's It's like, like, fuck you. God. Like, fuck you, Burger King.
1: It was pretty bad, and some people were really pissed about it.
0: Yeah, I'm not saying they overreacted. I, I, I would say I was on the less pissed side compared to these people. But yeah, like you're fucking with streamers' livelihoods to the point where they're taking this one thing that gets them a way to live their life, and you're taking advantage of that, making everyone that's watching them not want to be in the channel because like they, they feel forced advertisements being pushed on their. Yeah, throat. like I would be super
1: like, oh, what the fuck is this, you know?
0: like it's jeopardizing the livelihood like maybe that's a little bit of an overreaction but like that sounds like what it is
1: uh to go further on this point after the fact uh you know keemstar was going into major uh twitch channels and doing the same thing just to piss people off
0: i mean keemstar he's his days are numbered honestly he's doing everything he can to be relevant because i mean you saw leafy got banned on youtube right thank fucking
1: god Yeah.
0: I feel like we live in an era of false equivalencies to the point where it's like, people can't even look at terrible shit that's going on and be like, oh, what about this guy? It's like, it's not about that guy and why are you even comparing them? Like, people are like... Oh, Leafy, he's getting banned for having a channel criticizing people. Everyone else is next. This is jeopardizing the community. Like, it's like, like not no, he's, really. He, there was literally
1: a tweet of someone that was like, "We should kill Pokemane," and he liked it and said, "Yeah, we should get an M4 from CS:GO and do it." Like, yeah, it's like what the, the fuck,
0: dude! You can't do
1: that. That's it's, it's not, not about criticism.
0: Criticism at that point. It's yeah,
1: like targeted, like intense harassment. Like to go. That's actually one of my points I have here. Is the whole Leafy thing? Do you see like he, all his followers were going into like Pokemon's Discord posting like gore
0: you know like spamming the n-word telling them to kill themselves like well well i'm i'm the mod on our speedrun right yeah and there's this like trend that's been happening since uh maybe a year or two ago of banned speedruns it started with uh club penguin banned speedruns because club penguin has an automated system to ban you if you say swears or or like any any racial slurs or anything like that so like that was relatively innocent because it was an automated system. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the the speedrun was creating an account. You said "fuck" and then you got banned on Club anyone. That turned into getting banned in Discord communities. So, like, I think. Uh, I I forget who exactly was the first for this to happen. A, a prominent example is Yandere Dev. Yeah. Which, uh, that's it's a game that apparently has some controversy regarding it. Uh, the creator's kind of an asshole. But people are trying to get banned in their Discord. And this they, has they been speed so prevalent. It, and then they speedrun it and upload it as a legitimate speedrun
1: when it's just like, cool, it's just targeted harassment.
0: Yeah so, yeah, so this game became so prevalent, we had to actually add this as a specific rule because people were like, I didn't break any rules. And it's like... That, that's the thing about, like, being a moderator on any online forum. It's like people are obviously assholes and you, they're not welcome in the community or shouldn't be welcome in the community, but they'll try to weasel their way out and say, like, I didn't break a specific rule when I when I did this thing that no one would like and that I repeatedly did and that made the community worse. It's like...
1: Like, you, you, like, yeah, you, you did. And it's like, they they literally act like they're not. It's like, what do you mean? It's like, doing the same thing as posting a Super Mario speedrun? Like, what's the no, difference?
0: No, they're basically like, oh, I didn't break this certain rule. I'm going to lawyer my way out of this. It's like, not no. really, because I'm, I'm the judge, jury, and executioner here. It's like, I... I you your you're, intent. Like,
1: not to say you're like flexing your, your power or anything, but there's like, like you said, there's totally like intent behind it. Like we're, they're, they're obviously 16. We're not 16. We're not fucking idiots. Like we, we were those people at one point that, you know, trolled people pretty hard and stuff like that. Like we, we, we understand the game, you know?
0: Yeah. And it, it's not like I'm going to be like, okay, yeah, you didn't break a specific rule by being the biggest asshole on earth you're allowed back in it's like this is my club I run the club like <laughs> you're you can't lawyer way back here leafy's kind of trying to do this too he's like show me exactly what I did it's like okay here you go but no show me exactly what I did plus plus like, this, plus this, yeah, plus, this yeah. plus
1: this plus this plus this plus this no, to go back on the the Discord thing, there were uh there was like the speed run getting banned from Pokémon's Discord. People would just go in there spam gore all day, you know, spam the n-word, all this shit, like, "Oh, you know, Leafy's going to fucking kill you," all this stuff. And then they have the Yeah, I have
0: actually had to ban like to to go, the the whole reason I was leading up to this. I've had to probably ban like 100 to 150 like Pokémon speedrun uh Discord speedrun bans. It's
1: it's it's unbelievable. The problem is is then people go on Twitter and goes Oh, Pokemon is is censoring people in their Discord, blah blah blah. Like this, it's all censorship. I'm like, wh- what do you mean? You're literally going there to spam, like you know, pictures of bleeding assholes. Like, what the fuck's wrong with you?
0: I mean, does she have a bleeding asshole channel? Because that would be completely justified if they're just going in adding there to...
1: it right now to your <laughs> yeah.
0: Discord. I'll add that to my Discord. That sounds like a good idea. I'll be the first uh, photo. Oh my god. <laughs> uh... <laughs> But but yeah, it, it's it's not like they really. It's not it's not a precedent situation. It's it's a precedent situation in that yeah, if you are a undeniably huge asshole, you should be worried. There's precedent on removing undeniably huge assholes yeah. on the platform. But it's not like an existential threat, like some people are making. Like out all, to be.
1: all all commentary champ- channels are at risk now. It's like well, no, ones that repeatedly break the TOS and send hordes of people towards and actively antagonize and actively send people towards other people are kind of different
0: yeah yeah pretty much honestly on the other news oh i mean kind of on the same topic like the the idea of canceling like twitch is kind of they have a problem on their hand and that like one of their biggest faces on twitch like the the pogchamp emote he's kind of like going off the deep end in terms of conspiracy theories do you think yeah. that twitch is going to like at what point does twitch remove a massively popular emote you can they,
1: they've you can't
0: they no i mean so like they've they've removed less popular emotes before like not not to that level but do you remember bless rng oh
1: uh, no it was like a
0: guy praying like for good rng he had like kind of long hair
1: oh i feel like i i have i don't remember it though
0: i'll post this here for you
1: Oh yeah, I remember this.
0: Yeah, so I mean like that emote is no longer on Twitch and it was a relatively popular emote like it was definitely used more than some yeah. uh because they had credible sexual assault allegations against them. Uh, so, so like that's I think that's more serious than like conspiracy uh touting like COVID related
1: stuff. And so basically the guy behind the pug champ emote he basically did a whole bunch of like COVID denial stuff and I, like the kind of people are freaking out about it. I don't think this is really gonna affect Twitch in any meaningful form. I don't think enough people that go on Twitch have any idea who that is or
0: what he says or even follow him on Twitter to where it would
1: make any meaningful impact.
0: Okay, I like I I think people could definitely make enough of an uproar. I could see them getting rid of it because do you remember oh, like no. in the past when when uh, they I almost t- got rid of Resident Sleeper or they did for a little bit?
1: Yeah, because people get so triggered by Resident Sleeper.
0: No, that wasn't why. I don't know why. There, there was an era on when it also happened with. I think it was party time or something like that. There, there were a couple emotes that got moved. There removed. was like the emote with like the girl with like the
1: pink hair that they would spam and no, stuff like it, that. No, it
0: was like a guy with like American flag glasses. Uh, oh, and they'd be like Trump twenty twenty and. Spam no, no, cetera. no, no. So the the controversy at that point was that. There was contract disputes. They basically were using these in fair use up until like 2016 or so, and then they finally just talked to these people and were like, hey, we want to buy the rights to this. Will you sell us the rights to this? And uh, the the person who was uh, behind the resident sleep remote, like it took a lot of convincing. So at that point, at that point they didn't think they were going to get the rights, uh, and they basically said, hey, we're getting rid of the resident sleep remote, submit your new resident sleepers and there was massive backlash and then there was eventually a deal with the resident sleeper guy. He probably got paid a lot more than they wanted to. How much do you think those guys get paid for like
1: an emote like that?
0: Well I I think they got paid a one time fee. I don't think they get residuals. Um, yeah well
1: like how much do you think five grand or something like that or
0: five grand for your face to be belong to a company now? I, I think that's for some of these emotes,
1: I think it could like I think PogChamp or, or pog or any of those emotes, I think there would be a massive, like unbelievable Backlash if those got removed.
0: Well, I I I genuinely think that they paid the uh Resident Sleeper guy at least six figures. Really? Yeah. Why Resident Sleeper is used to the point where paying how much money does Twitch have? How much money does Amazon? Yeah, yeah, have? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just that's man. I mean, like that's my guess. Like I could that's be completely wrong here. Pretty awesome. Like PogChamp is nearly a brand at this point. There have yeah. been channels partnered ba- with like that. Their entire identity is based on PogChamp.
1: Yeah. I just don't think the Twitch platform at this point can disassociate with that unless it starts hurting, like, brands and stuff like that and, you know, AdSense and, and all that shit, but...
0: I mean, they, they've they been pretty shitty to, like, their, their global emotes. Like, I remember, like, they, like, even though he hit the numbers, they refused to partner the guy who was under Kappa or something like that. Like, the guy really? who made the Kappa face. Like, yeah, there was, like, some... Weird dispute with like, yeah, we can't, we can't do this. And I don't I think like,
1: any like in like 2014s and 15, 16 people spam Kappa. Do even people even use Kappa anymore? Really?
0: Ka- Kappa is still used, but it's it's been taken over. Like Kappa used to be a massive blanket. Now yeah. it's uh, forehead OPOP, not really OPP. I like OPOP, but no one uses it. Forehead and Jabated are really taking yeah. over the Kappa game.
1: And then there's like KeckW W and like some of the like the other uh, Pepe emotes and stuff like that. That yeah, are like, like the like, Better Switch
0: TV emotes that are yeah. used a lot.
1: yeah yeah yeah, and whatnot. Roll W. Ah yeah yeah, it's like the nerdiest conversation fucking
0: ever. <laughs> <laughs> We're passionate about these emotes. We are. Yeah, I'm I'm passionate about uh the way I type on my phone. That being swipe keyboard, and I'm actually really frustrated i feel like swipe keyboard has gotten so much worse i've never ever used it well fuck you i do i've just been fucking old school
1: like click the normal way you know old school like you got a flip phone that has like a slide out physical keyboard do, do, do you see like the old people that use like one finger to like type out like
0: super slow oh god i i don't watch old people type, but I I can imagine. I, I know someone that actually has, like, a... They spent a lot of money. They spent, like, $600 on, like, a modern flip phone to have a physical keyboard. And, like, have a... Sim- they want a simplified phone so they don't actually use it, which is kind of, like, it, it makes sense. And it also is, like, why do you spend so much money on this then? But...
1: I mean, I, I understand the negativity behind having a phone. Like, I'm constantly on Reddit. Like, when I'm trying to go to bed, I'm, like, looking at my phone. I'm looking at Twitter. It's really toxic. But just the simple things of, like answering an email when i'm out or like gps when big boy gets emails or like he has to respond to business shut the fuck up um (laughs) like looking up something on the internet like when i'm out like anything like it just it's the convenience surpasses i feel like any negative consequences of having a smartphone to be honest
0: yeah it's like the it's the debate on would you rather be a king in the 1700s or a lower middle income class person now and a little middle
1: middle income person now
0: like yeah it's it's like sure it's good to live in your your ivory tower with your your simplified life but syphilis the modern yeah well (laughs) i guess having a smartphone versus a dumb phone is not like syphilis versus non-syphilis <laughs> but like the 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 conveniences outweigh any like i i would be willing to i'd be willing to bet the amount of kings and uh people
1: in the 1700s and less that had syphilis is probably higher than than not
0: oh i have syphilis so like if i have it then oh it. yeah this is this is the syphilis reveal podcast um <laughs> put that in the title <laughs> <laughs> yes that's the description sam sam confronts a Credible accusation of syphilis being spread. Speaking of confronting, um,
1: <laughs> uh, I heard you confronted your demons uh, this week at a GDQ race.
0: Yeah, I so there, there were two aspects. I guess we talked about last week how I was on the hotfix regarding um, GDQ, and I confronted I my demons there when I, when I apologized to the entire GDQ stage for being into that sick shit, that Satanist nightmare garbage. What? Screamed at the top of my lungs, uh, Jesus... and uh, you're trying to figure out where to take that it was guttural um but no um that that energy that momentum it (laughs) it really helped me get second place in the gdq warpless d4 mario race which honestly i had a lot of fun doing uh I think that uh, for those who don't know, I, I speedrun Super Mario Bros. The Lost Levels, uh, the 100% category, which is called unbelievably difficult Mario game.
1: In my opinion, uh, maybe it's not an opinion, but I think it's the hardest of like the original like 2D Mario games. Like absolutely,
0: this category is definitely the longest of the main categories. Like uh, th- this is a nearly 40 minute run, and like that 52 levels. Like Jesus Christ, it, it's really impressive
1: to see too. And just to comment on your run. Your run was unbelievable uh, to see. Like, just some of the movement on some of those stages, like how you're going past, like, some of, like, the squids or whatever the fuck they're called, uh, and some, of, like, the underwater levels was, like... Or, like, you were, like, jumping across stuff and, like, ducking at the same time, like, perfectly. Like, it was a near flawless run other than the, you know... Other than
0: the flaws. Yeah. Well, like, so, you basically so, had, like, so, one to, to recap... Nap. Yeah, yeah, to, to recap uh it was a four way race between me cosmic who's the current world record holder and debatably the uh the biggest or at least most skilled mart the biggest or at least like no i'm not implying he's large the <laughs> most skilled uh mario speedrunner that currently exists me uh supersonic and gtas all very skilled runners but i would probably classify the uh the runners into two cases me versus cosmic who are people who are very seasoned in this category and the supersonic and GTAs who are, they're contenders, but they were definitely less experienced in uh, running this category. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm pretty I, I sure could that... see
1: at points when, like, uh, like where you guys would, like, fly up like a set of platforms, they would be, like, brute like, one at a time and stuff like that. I think that just comes from an... Uh not running it as much as you guys
0: yeah i mean like they, they literally haven't like i th- i think that my uh they were both, unbelievable both times beat the pb of both the other runners so like it, it's they're, like they're both unless they even like played more like they they wouldn't have been able like unless they played their literal best and like exceeded that best they would not have been like, able. like to i, I would so say much. their mechanics are very
1: good you know, probably around you guys probably have yeah.
0: Like, GTA is the literal uh, SMB1 world record holder, and Supersonic is he previously in the run right before it got the uh, SMB1 warpless GDQ best time. So yeah, it, it's not like they're bad Mario. No, runners, no, no,
1: they're unbelievable. Uh, but they,
0: but they just had a little less experience uh, than I and and going into the race. Um, I I will say though, like me versus Cosmic, it was much closer than I thought, and it was so hype. Like we were going nuts in chat, like. <laughs> Yeah, I, I actually I went back and I watched it, so I saw I saw a lot of support for me, so I thank you all for that. Uh, I I'm willing to even say that I had better movement than Cosmic. I just had a lot of unforgivable deaths, so yeah. I I made I made two specific mistakes. Uh, one in seven, uh, three, which I've never made before, like not even in practice. I guess I would just like in the zone but the wrong zone yeah uh, and then i made a uh, an error in 8-1 uh, both of which cost me about uh 45 seconds each and it just it just ruined the run uh I, I, the thing about speedrun racing in general which i actually think is uh it's it's really a flaw in speedrun comp- competitive uh like yeah speedrun competitions you really can't and, catch and that, up yeah, the, the whole thing about racing, it, it it's not really as exciting as people expect, just due to the fact that uh, if someone makes a bad mistake, That's it's it. almost over, unless unless the person who is now ahead makes another bad mistake, which is not guaranteed. In yeah. fact, it's, it's usually not expected. Like These people are really good, and the consistency is one of the reasons why they are in the positions that they are in. So, I mean, it, it was close in this case, but there are certain scenarios where it's just like, okay, You're waiting like even if I minutes. play my best, I, I'm going to get blown out, because... Playing your best is, is, at the top level, a difference between half a second per level versus, like, I lost 50 to a minute uh, just by doing a stupid death.
1: Yeah, I, I think that's, that's what racing, in my eyes, looks like, though. It's more about um, not necessarily, like, trying to shave off those .5 seconds and more so just trying to be more consistent. Like, even if you can go a little bit slower at points just to be consistent, uh, maybe that's what Cosmic had. Uh, just for a I mean, bit.
0: You, you look you look at like exciting races, though, in like other aspects, like in in a hundred meter dash or like a miles, uh race. Like it's not like it's not like someone trips that they like lose 30 seconds and, and then, then come back. No, no not they're done. They're done. Yeah. So, yeah that it, is
1: that does actually make a point. You don't really come from behind in any sort of race like anywhere.
0: Yeah. And like and NASCAR, yeah, you could crash. But then like you're so you're done. Like, yeah, you're not coming like, back from that. Yeah, so so speedrunning it it, it kind of uh, allows for these races that are like not really exciting, but I'm really happy about how the race went. I was I was pretty worried. The thing about GDQ, like yeah, th- this this GDQ was a little easier in that you got to play in your own setup. It's it's definitely harder when you're playing on like a GDQ stage and like on a TV you've never played before and yeah yeah, yeah you're using your controller, but it's like a different console with different like capture and stuff like that. But uh, like the whole nerves aspect is still there. Uh, significantly compared to
1: well, let, let me ask you: is it is, it is the nerve slightly less than like physically being on camera, people seeing you and stuff like that? Um, I would feel like it would be a little bit easier to like not be on camera. All they see is gameplay, and like that's it. So you, you don't feel like the spotlights on you as much. You can kind of like pretend like you're just doing your run.
0: So the audio setup had me listening to the commentator, so that definitely didn't help. When I was doing my GDQ X run of this category, I, I wasn't really able to hear them. Um, I will say that the, the aspect of getting a crowd uh, is not as bad as you would think. I'm not looking at the crowd. I, I don't see them, and I don't see the GDQ uh, stream when I'm doing a live event. So it's really about the couch around me, and, and I feel like it's easy to get in the zone. It's, it's just the literal aspect of not being in your comfort zone. It, it's not your own setup. Yeah. It's not where you've played this game for thousands of hours that causes the nerves at a gdq event you still have those nerves here because like yeah it's like oh shit this is a big race but i i, I guess i was able to overcome them do, uh, do you feel I'm like you could have
1: uh pb'd if you didn't have that like one really bad death possibly
0: I, d- I do definitely say that I had the best movement uh, between me and Cosmic. I just had a few really unforgivable deaths, but I, d- I don't think it would be PB pace. I think I would have gotten probably, without the deaths, a high 36, low 37, which my PB is a 36.44. I think I would have gotten around 36.5X uh, or x Which is still extremely respectable, OX. right? Yeah, I, I it would have been awesome. Uh, I, I think that GDQ has never seen better than a thirty eight. Uh, I got a thirty nine actually in my marathon run because I got a oh, couple wow. deaths in the letter worlds. I I really clawed back. I, I actually got a gold in the in the late game. Um like I played my best in, in a certain level, uh, just because I, I really wanted to catch up and I, I think I did the best I could do. I there was a point where Cosmic and I, well, I, I guess we finished the race. We were seconds we apart. were literally watching like you guys were neck and neck at some
1: points. Like it was so unbelievably tight. Like
0: yeah, I I was I was uh until seven one I think in the lead the entire race, and then I I died a couple times, and then I I went from being over like two levels behind to being ten seconds behind. So yeah. I, I I'm really proud of my performance. I'm sad I didn't get number one but my goal was not last so i i was happy about that
1: do you think some of the other guys will have any interest in like running uh the lost uh, levels at all or because i think it's uh, to Uh, me personally i think lost Levels is a little bit more interesting of a game than some of the other mainline marios just because not as many people have played it uh they don't know it's the true super mario brothers 2 and it's a lot harder and i think it's a lot more entertaining to watch than original mario brothers personally
0: I personally think that Lost Levels is just going to inherently get more popular over time, but I don't see this having a massive catalyst. This is there are certain things that you watch at GDQ and just say, wow, there have been so many Mario runs at GDQ that no one really like people watch, no one cares as much as Something like the pump it up showcase from Seth. Yeah, like that was that was crazy. That was actually um, and like really intense. That was crazy as someone who plays dance games and like I, I I've seen Seth play. Seth is happy feats with three uh e's and a tz at the end. uh For those who don't know, but like he, raised, he really like, pushed himself. I'm I'm proud of the he I'm proud raised of that like two hundred thirty
1: thousand dollars in like an hour. It's unbelievable.
0: Yeah, and, and like apparently the Baba's you
1: run was good. I didn't see it. I I uh, I, I, th- I heard there was a lot of really good runs this year. I heard the Half Life Alex run was good. I heard the Baba's run. Is good and those are definitely on my list to watch. Basically, if I hear but, but people yeah, talking about Mar- it, but yeah, Mario
0: is one of those things that gets viewers, uh, but it doesn't get people excited. Excited, like uh, they're, they 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 are obligated to always have it. I I don't yeah. see them not including it, and when they don't don't include it, people get genuinely upset. I get excited but for it-
1: Super Mario sixty four runs. Like I don't care who it is or when it is. Like I still think that is the most impressive looking speed game out of anything. Like that game is so cool
0: to watch. You're gonna get really disappointed when Leafy gets in. Next year, Super Mario 64, surfing, Um, fuck. I, the joke bombed! Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, YouTube, though, honestly, like, I know we had a bit of a conversation on this yesterday, just because, believe it or not, we're friends outside of the podcast. We talk sometimes. I've, but, like, same. the YouTube recommendation algorithm and, like, it, it's gotten pretty good. Like, I saw, like, this video on Arnold uh, Schwarzenegger, be like, I'm busy. Like, it was good. <laughs> And, like, it's been recommending me good music. Like, it's been recommending me old shit. Like, stuff like stuff that was made in, like, 2008 that is now recently Dude, getting do popular. You, do you like, ever, I'm, like, I'm finding in- entertaining videos. Do, I don't know Do not know you ever
1: you. randomly look at, like, old songs and just links you to, like, other old songs? You're like, holy shit, like, I'm on a rabbit hole of, like, really good
0: shit. Yeah, and, like, I'm actually applauding YouTube on this. Like, YouTube is, like, I remember when YouTube algorithm was, like, 200 degree knife against ice. And I was like, okay. To be fair, their algorithm can be super scary. Like you could be looking. Oh, at Oh yeah, a... it's like okay. I guess I guess I'm a QN and conspiracy theorist. Yeah, you're, now.
1: you're like Bernie Sanders. <laughs> uh, then the next video is Ben Shapiro, and then it's like you're you know a neo-Nazi. Like it, it's like it's like two uh, articles of separation between like you know the left and like you know killing people.
0: Yeah, let's go with that. <laughs> um, but but no, when the algorithm isn't like a terrorist cell uh it's it's pretty good like I've, yeah. I've gotten like some good arnold schwarzenegger meme videos
1: uh to go on to the topic of music have you been listening to
0: anything interesting lately or um well i i found i've been listening to like a lot of like random ass soundcloud music uh just just because i started following some like random artists on on twitter and like they posted videos of them doing some art shit, and, like, it had, like, music in the background. it's like, oh, check out this SoundCloud, and then, like, that's actually how I found the uh, theme song from now on, oh, nice. I guess, and and stuff like that. Like, I feel like SoundCloud is terrible, though, in terms of, like, I know A, like, I've been listening to SoundCloud.
1: Oh, like, discoverability and, like, f- actually finding, like, good artists. I feel like on SoundCloud there are an unbelievable amount of, like, really good content, but it's,
0: like, drowned out by, like, shit. No, I I honestly think that, like, the average quality of what I've listened to on SoundCloud through the discovery mechanisms is good. Okay. But the issue is that I don't remember anything on SoundCloud. For some reason, like, I listen to a song (laughs) on YouTube, I'm like, oh, I'm going to listen to this later. It's like, things on SoundCloud are, like, put in, like, this proverbial hole where it's like, oh, I listened to that on SoundCloud, I'm just never going to, like, listen to this ever ever again. Like, I don't know why, because it's good, but it's...
1: Does anybody listen to, like, the radio anymore?
0: I, every single day, I listen to KISS FM... To get my top twenty hits, like really, does like do people actually like? Li- like everyone has like their cell phones like hooked up to something
1: like that. Like I, I turned on like Power Ninety Two the other day. I'm like, who's listening to this?
0: The- people are, but we live in a. I think it's just like antiquated media at this point. It's antiquated media, but at the same time, people who can't. I don't want to say it's like music for poor people, but like, yeah, it's like it's like <laughs> what the, the, the fuck? people. Fuck. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna cut that. No, it's I'm great. Cut that. <laughs> Keep going. Fuck. <laughs> fuck. But like, I don't I want to say that, but like, I, I can't think of a, like uh, a proper like it. It definitely is for people who don't have the luxury like of like being like, like, like when when I worked at the library, like I saw people who like legitimately like had no option to go on. Like they didn't have smartphones. They had the shittiest phone they could get. They didn't have data. Yeah. Like they, they would go on the computer and the Internet on on. Uh, I, I feel like a lot of traditional library
1: media is used exclusively by like, people over 50 at this point.
0: Yeah, or people who, for some reason, cannot afford uh to to like own own relatively smart devices, which I mean, like, sadly, is a a, a decent chunk of the population.
1: And to go back on the music thing, I'm I'm sure you know I fucking love trance music. It's probably my favorite yeah. genre of music. I can listen to it literally every day. So something that I discovered recently is a series called uh, Trance Around the World, which Above and Beyond actually did back in 2004 as a radio show they did. And a lot of the episodes of it uh, were actually lost and they recently reprised them live on Twitch TV, brought back some of those live episodes of like trance sets from like way back in the day and did them live. It was super, super fucking cool to listen to and uh, get some of that old school music. I
0: love trance from like 2004 to like 2009. It's
1: music that can't be replicated, I don't think.
0: Yeah, I I feel like trance is just like, I don't know a single person that doesn't like trance that. Like uh, with the exception of people who are like too old for electronic music, like there there are some people who are like, back in my day, things had guitar, but like it, yeah. At the same time, like anyone who is like willing to accept electronic music as a genre, like they they have like trance is just so vast that like there. There's they're, probably there's like a trance trans transmute
1: like. song they would like if they don't like all of it.
0: Yeah, I I get super nostalgic and like listen to like Infected Mushroom sometimes. Cause I'm like, oh, I I like bump this in like sixth grade and this is dope. Yeah. I just like, delicious.
1: I, I just love shit that's like uh, super like lifting trance and stuff like that. Like above progressive,
0: beyond. like uh, Viper. Fuck, fuck this! I'm progressive. <laughs> yeah, thanks, <man. laughs> beautiful.
1: That song is uh, is uh, something else. Shout out to Viper. We should get Viper on the podcast. Yeah,
0: I, he would probably do it for like a thousand dollars.
1: I bet he. Uh, I bet he'd do it for less. I should reach out to Viper and be like, it. "Listen, Viper, we want to platform you.
0: Should be on our podcast." <laughs> I mean, we all we have to do really is diss him when we create a diss track.
1: Dude, can you imagine, like, how, like, we are so awkward and shit, like, outside of this. Like, if we actually get him here, like, what would we say to him?
0: We're awkward on this. It's just that, like, we edit it heavily to sound like competent human beings. <laughs> like
1: We get it, like, we're, this is the virtual homework podcast. With Viper, and then it's just silence? Like, what the fuck do we say to Viper? What's on the fucking
0: podcast? I, the thing is, I've also never heard Viper in a normal conversation. I've only heard him, like, severely, terribly auto-tuned. So, like, I, I'm not sure if, like, it would be a normal conversation. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, he's wearing his girdle and...
0: Talk about the hornets of death. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hornets of death. I wouldn't, I wouldn't death. be able to... Viper... Viper's kind of, like, trance in that, like, there's a genre for everyone. Like, I, I like the hard, <laughs> heavy shit. Like... <laughs> Like high tech trance is good, but like some people like the the mumble rap, Vipers Got You Covered, some people like the old school lo fi rap, uh Vipers Got You Covered, some people like progressive he's, trance. He's got Vipers like the got cloud rap, he's
1: got death metal, you know, he's got anime uh opening theme songs.
0: I still think one of the best like I, I I'm sorry to use the word, but I one of the best joke rap songs, and I'm sorry, Lil B, you're not a joke, but this is the only way I can describe you. There's like a there's a freestyle where Lil B raps over Toxicity by System of a Down, <laughs> Wait, what? and it's 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 legendary. I, I love it so much. It's just like Lil B not giving a shit. Like I'm sad that Lil B is like lost all relevancy. I'm yeah. still one of my favorite photos of me is like me with Lil B. Um, chilling. I just
1: remember you like fucking you know cooking to Lil B like all the fucking time back in the day.
0: Well, I I it got too far. Like I had a video that um. Like, cooking out of control. So, I went to Carnegie Mellon, and like, I was so excited that, like, I had a video that was like CMU student uh, cooks to Lil B. And like, it got to the point where, like, that video, because Lil B was like, he announces like collegiate Tour, and like, Carnegie Mellon was one of the first universities. It was like, Carnegie Mellon deserves it. And like, they showed my video. And like, oh, no. it got to the point where it was like, if you search CMU, like, my video came up. Like, it got like multiple thousands of views. And my my parents found me cooking till be like, <laughs> As, well, I I was I was like not showing my face, but like they they linked. It. It's like, is this you? This looks like you. And I, I just like I privatized the video immediately. I'm like what?
1: It's like Ellen DeGeneres, Ellen De, like, or something it, like something like that. Like crazy. Like that. One, yeah. of, one of the
0: songs where they.
1: <laughs> to be fair, oh some my of God. my favorite music of all time is some of his like old tracks, like Sue. One of my.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like wonton soup is like legit good. Uh, Obama base God, but, Like, bitch, I own swag. Uh, da, 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 yeah, da, da. that's a good song. Yeah, I, f- I forgot the name name of the song, but I think it's I own swag. But uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I I saw a little B in concert. That was the most violent show I've ever- <laughs> I've been to. Death metal shows. You were not expecting that, were you?
1: <laughs> no, that was. I I get it though, because it's like the like punk like. That's what I feel and love about like rap music in, like the last like, ten years or so. That it like transcends like just like don't just rap people's life, like like punk people like this shit. You, you mosh to this fucking music.
0: You yeah. Know? So it was just a bunch of people in pink bandanas like moshing harder than I've ever seen a <laughs> mosh pit go. That's awesome. And it was, was, it, it, fu- was like, it was it was really fun, but I was just like so surprised how how on fire this crowd was. I want to know like the best trance song ever made. What? Dark Black Forest? I actually love that song. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, I was I was listening to that the other day. I was like feeling super nostalgic. I'm like it's literally a talking point here I have. I'm not even joking. Some of the trance tunes they actually use in
1: DDR are fucking like actual bangers. Like the full version of So Deep is a banger. Ghost
0: is a monster of a song. And then In the Groove has tough enough like what the hell man <laughs> <your tough> nerve. <laughs> yeah can we talk
1: about the fucking in the groove like soundtrack there are terrible it is terrible but there's like it's
0: s- like music i trying like... To think of a good one
1: i like, oasis. What's a good I, like one? O- I like oasis i think that's a chill song i guess or like some of
0: the cost stuff is fine uh zuza and pa- uh not pandemonium uh fucking
1: remember december is pretty good
0: i like remember december Remember to Sever is like super generic with the charts fun, so it makes the song sound better yeah. than it is.
1: Um, walking on Fire, I guess, is like really nah. like generic trance.
0: Anubis. That's a banger, dude. I, I would never listen to that. I would never be caught dead listening to <laughs> You're
1: that, like in your car, like blasting fucking Anubis. People have no idea what we're talking about.
0: Yeah. Just imagine getting a gash on your hand from playing a video game, and that's Anubis. Oh. I, I went down for a hand and hit a, hit a nail. Or not a nail, but with screw, and I like actually oh. <laughs> like, bleeding out. <laughs> Why would you make your soundtrack so bad, Kyle Ward, when you made in the groove? I think it's just lack of funds. places to get music from. Lack like, it, so there's Billy a Mitchell? difference
1: between like good music and like g- music that's like good for a video game, I guess. Like, the, but I,
0: we've been praising every single video game we played with having a good soundtrack.
1: I don't want to say it's there; it's bad music. It's just bad music to listen to. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, I mean at the same time like yeah, you can have a good video game soundtrack but how many of these video game soundtracks have you actually well, listened but we to? Well, we can say the same the thing game? about
1: DDR though. Like how many songs in DDR Extreme are you going to listen to?
0: I've definitely listened to DDR Extreme songs out of the game. Uh I forget which ones. I I think there was at one point in my life I listened to Butterfly outside the like well cuz that was like a non
1: that's like a licensed song, that's why.
0: Was Butterfly really licensed? Was not ddr yeah. based? No. Okay, DDR. I had no idea.
1: Like all the erotic, it's all it's like Aqua that's all like fucking Norwegian like pop.
0: What's that one that's like uh it's like crash or something? It's like The song sucks. <laughs> I remember I loved that, but I was literally twelve. I thought it was badass. Do you know man.
1: do you know what else
0: sucks? Billy Mitchell, which I tried to force in earlier, but you didn't let me.
1: Oh I'm sorry. Yeah. We didn't even talk. O- we didn't even talk about the movie we watched this week.
0: Oh my God! Yeah. Be- before I go in, uh, this happened like an hour and a half ago. Uh, <laughs> Billy Mitchell apparently got Apollo Legend to remove all his videos on him. Really. Yeah, I don't, I don't really like Apollo Legend at all, but I feel like wow. that's like that's sad. Where was that, that? Like, Was that posted on Twitter? It, our, our speed run, but it was posted by Apollo himself.
1: I gotta see this. That's actually like because I've been following that story pretty closely. Yeah, I'll,
0: I'll, I'll send it to you right here. Today, I made the decision to remove many videos from my YouTube channel. I did this to fulfill an agreement I have reached with Billy Mitchell, but also because I thought it was the right thing to do. I have taken this opportunity to remove a few additional videos I have, that have nothing to do with Billy Mitchell. This has nothing to do with our agreement. I deleted them due to the changing nature of youtube for your own protection i ask that you do not republish these videos i produce about billy as part of our agreement i have given billy ownership of these videos this means he has the ability to remove these videos that are republished to youtube or any other public space so in other words he
1: he lost his case
0: no in other words he just didn't feel like i get it i think i've actually mentioned this previously i think i talked about phil fish just leaving the internet and like because people were just like tearing him down he's like i i it doesn't matter if I'm right. I'm As, not willing to go through the I'm steps just, to be right. I'm just not like wanting to deal with it. I have no respect for Apollo Legend, but I respect individuals that do not want to go through a legal fight because yeah. they're in the right. In the case of Ethan and Gila, there there was like they spent like what five hundred thousand dollars to get that legal precedent. Yeah. Carl Jobs replied and said that he's not going to back down, which is good. Uh, we'll we'll see if that's a naive statement or if he's really going to go through I, with I, it. I like Carl Jobs' content. Yeah, he's, he's good. Definitely better than Apollo, but, like, he's getting sued by Billy Mitchell as well. I'm not sure if you knew that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It is sad to see someone who is... Quote, unquote, fighting the good fight. Yeah, he's a dick, but, like, he's, he's a dick. He's, like, an energized dick. He's an erect dick.
1: T- t- take this out of context and just, like... <laughs> I just want to have a a, a, a sound.
0: He's an energized dick.
1: He had like,
0: like he got he got beaten down by Billy Mitchell, who has a bad hot sauce. I tr- I tasted it on stream. I was not a fan. Yeah, fuck Billy Mitchell.
1: For those who don't know, Billy Mitchell is the guy from the King of Kong who had like the one of the original world records or like highest scores for fucking original like Donkey Kong. And then it turned out like twenty years later that it was like Doctor, and he used it on a mame cabinet instead of like an original. So they're trying to expose him, and now I I, I don't it's a bunch. I of mean, shit. so
0: so technically we actually cannot say it's doctored, like, uh, and I think that's part of the reason why they got sued. Like we're we're probably gonna get sued because we're really important. But they they proved it was on mame. They have not proven it's fake, and therefore Billy Mitchell has grounds to sue. But whatever, we're giving him too much light. The whole the whole reason he's doing this is to maintain relevance, uh, because and, he uh, has none otherwise. Yeah, yeah. So so fuck Billy Mitchell.
1: Fucking world. Fuck about. Billy
0: Mitchell for having me root for Apollo Legend in this case. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Do, do we have like this uh,
1: concept that like every like speedrunning YouTuber is like a neo-Nazi or something like that? Or
0: no, two, two were, and then the rest weren't. Because as a as a whole, human beings are not bad. I mean, on the topic of like heart, uh, high scores, if if you do not know Billy Mitchell, like his claim to fame was that he was a high score world record holder on multiple games. We we were supposed to talk about the first episode of High Score, the mini documentary series on which we did Netflix. watch. Yeah, uh, we we actually have a bit of an update on this in general. You probably are wondering what the deal is considering this episode. It's probably not even going to mention high score in the title. It's probably like, like oh, I thought you guys were doing movies and a game. We think that that would be cool, but it's too much of a divergence from what we originally started. Maybe, maybe we... every once in a while.
1: Like if there's something yeah, that we yeah. both
0: really, really want to watch, but like, like Killer Bean Forever was good because it was a meme. It wasn't us trying to like seriously like review a movie and like offer pick, like, like legitimate film critique. We, like I'm not gonna give myself like the title of expert in video games, but I'm definitely not an expert in film. No, I don't. Uh, and and, shit and about Dana movies. is not as well. But at the same time, like if if you're listening to this, and for some reason you're listening to this, and you weren't listening to this based on the fact that you watch my stream. And even if you were, you are coming to us wanting v- opinions on video games, even though people who like video games often like movies. In fact, who doesn't like movies? You're not coming to us for like movie expertise. You don't know you're that. not know Fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> But yeah, I know. It, it, it I was in the middle of a rant and I was ranting and I was ranting well, and you came in and said, You don't know that and I'm like, come on, really? I'm trying to like explain to the viewers who are disappointed in our decision why this, we would this make this decision this and why we would try like, to uh, make off, this off community pod, a way. better place by offering me. more focused content, gaming. And he's, you come in here and like you don't he's, know he's, that. It's like you gonna know what I'm gonna say next. I'm like, like a, are you
1: serious? I'm like actually afraid.
0: <laughs> no, um what what I'm trying to say is that like by by reviewing movies, especially movies that have nothing to do with gaming, like Indie Game the movie it made sense.
1: Yeah, and like High Score will make sense because it is like, you know, generally related to video games. We're doing this because
0: the gaming audience, the the gaming community the values our opinion. Real gamers. We're gamers. We are hashtag #gamers in a gamer world. <laughs> But but yeah, it, it's like we like movies. It it, it doesn't make sense. I don't, I don't even like movies to be honest. What? Yeah, I kind of forced Dana to do it entirely, and now I'm, I'm I'm the one here saying we're not doing it anymore. We we want people to give a whole shit. We don't want people to give half a shit about the podcast. Exactly. So we'll we'll talk about some video game related like media if it comes up, like high score or indie game the movie. But enjoy yep. our one review of American Pickle. Uh, um, as a legitimate movie Yeah, we, movie we did watch do. High
1: Score this week, though. I just feel like the first episode didn't really have enough substance to, like, have, like, a full segment on it.
0: Yeah, on, so I, I was really impressed with the production value of High oh, Score. Oh, yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, but at the same time, like, it was not information that was new to me. It's, it, the, the whole High Score documentary is is a look at the video game industry's it, history.
1: It, well, it's like, if you've had any, like, presence on the internet in the past decade, there's a YouTuber that you've probably seen that has done... One hundred percent of the content in this video at some point.
0: Yeah, so the the first episode took took us through the video game industry in like the late seventies, early eighties, uh, yeah. talking about the video game crash and the rise and uh, kind of fall of Atari. Talked about video game tournaments and their inception. That that part on the Space Invaders things I did not know, and it was really yeah. cool. The uh the and the woman who who won the, the championship, I was I was
1: I like her. No, that was She's pretty cool. cool. And then uh, there was like the three guys who like dropped out of MIT to make upgrade cabinets, uh, upgrade kits for cabinets because ki- people were getting too good at games to make them more difficult or to add, like, different options without people having to buy, like, a whole new cabinet, which eventually led to the home console with cartridges concept. Uh, yeah, I, people- I
0: didn't know about that upgrade thing, too. and that uh, So as rhythm gamers who are into In The Groove, that kind of, like, yeah, that we base our personalities in some way off an upgrade cabinet. So I didn't even realize, like... Yeah, I didn't really think about the inception of those. So yeah, that started I, I from that part like was the fucking early '80s, which was pretty
1: cool. But yeah, I mean, th- that's basically all it happens.
0: Yeah, I the thing the thing that I really want to mention of this, it, like, if you're into video game media and into documentaries about video games, which which there are a surprisingly large amount, this is a very, very, very high production. Uh, yeah. Thing, I, I'm I'm gonna finish it. Like, there's no way. There's only six episodes, each one's an hour, and I I don't. I know I said American Pickles and I don't regret watching out of ten, but like this is like I actively want to watch out of ten.
1: Yeah, I'll I'll definitely watch the rest of it, and maybe we can just like watch like an episode a week or something and talk about it. Like I think that'd be. I I will
0: probably finish
1: it by the end of. uh, Well, well, I won't, so I'll keep us on track.
0: Mister Busy with your two MMOs,
1: it's a full time job, and trading cards and sleeping. Do you have any idea how much I got to sleep to like keep this physique? Twelve
0: to fourteen hours. Yes.
1: Well it's more so like the problem is I stay up till like 7 a.m. and then I sleep until like 3 p.m. and then then I'm up till like five a.m. and then I gotta go to work at like ten in the morning and then I go to bed immediately after work and you know
0: it's a- Eating Trump's asshole! Eating Trump's asshole <laughs> Hey guys, so if you like the episode, uh, make sure to follow Virtual Homework Podcast wherever you get your podcast, and rate it five stars if you can. Or if you hate it, do five
1: stars anyway, or uh, I will find you.
0: If you rate it less than five stars, Dan will be bound and gagged on a train track. Wait, what? <laughs> 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 Is that the ending? <laughs> <laughs> yeah <gasps> Yeah, it's ending Okay. Oh my God Sports Burn Sports. Sports. Sports That's a good video.